Hello, I'm Egypt Rivera, and you're listening to 35s and 45s podcast series, Lens to Lens, a conversation between two photographers discussing process, passion, and pastime. Welcome to episode two. In this session, we sat down and listened to a convo between multidisciplinary artists, Pierre and Machu Bentley. They touch on everything from photography and new creative endeavors to travel and NFTs. Matthew Bentley is an evolving creative born and raised in Queens, New York. His pursuits interweave photography, private curation, and music production into a hybrid of expressions online and offline. In 2020, he launched the radio extension of Street Dreams magazine as a music director. Pierre is a photographer, filmmaker, culture, documentarian, and multimedia consultant based in New York City. His forte lies in capturing street scenes, culture movements, intimate celebrity moments, as well as live sporting events. As a professional photographer, he's often deemed one of the premier contemporary chroniclers of NYC life. Let's get into it. I'm fully an Apple fanboy now. It's kind of ridiculous. I'm trying to fight it. You can't fight this shit. But I do appreciate it. Yeah. You know, like it takes it takes a very great company Mm -hmm. to to like to what they call like a is a high cost switch rate. Mm -hmm. Like so if it it takes a lot for you to get out of their ecosystem. Yeah. You know? I think that's also like why maybe most companies, like even like video games, right? Mm-hmm. People stick to what they stick to. Right. They're just like, nah, it's not worth switching over. It's not worth switching over. I mean, even me, I like two consoles. I have both of, well, I have, it's the old <laughs> shit, the PS4 and the old Xbox, but like, it's like they, 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 they have certain games on this one, but not on that one. So it's like, it forces your hand. And just like with Apple too, like there's certain products that is just only going to function better with those things. And so I'm like, damn. Yeah. I mean, Go like, ahead. Now, I can't even speak. I can't even speak for Android devices, but like, you can create an entire, you know, at least DIY version of a film mm-hmm. on your phone, edit it live on your iPad. Yeah, touch it up, audio on your uh, on your desktop per mm-hmm. se or a laptop. And have the file kind of all on the cloud where you can just pick up and go and yeah, pick up where you left off. Yeah. Pick up where you left off yeah. from this point or that point. It's it's like, crazy. Even for me, like I might start like a friend of mine might start making a song mm-hmm. on the train, mm-hmm. like on his phone, and then pick, like wherever he finished, he can just get on his computer. Yeah. And just pick carry on like nothing happened. You know, yeah. like it's kind of how I have my shit, my shit set up too. Like I have the, obviously have the iPhone, I got iPad, and I got my MacBook. And like you know, like I'll take some photos on my iPhone. You know, maybe I get up, go to a corner in my, in my apartment, get on my iPad, start doing some touch up stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe like export on my computer, like you said. And it's just like seamless, and it's like kind of like crazy. And a testament to the future too. It's so funny I had a conversation with Joe this morning. And then I'm like, we're talking about something with masks and shit, like on some like post-apocalyptic type shit. Like everyone needs like these helmets to like to survive outside on the earth. And then 
um, I, I was remembered like a photo of one of those mass helmet joints. Mm-hmm. And then while I'm talking, FaceTiming him on the iPad, I go scroll, search, find a photo, text it to him within less than a minute. And it's like, bruh, like that shit is just crazy <laughs> in itself. It's crazy, dog. Why am I able to search it, find and send like files like that? It's, it's wild. On the go. On the go. And at this point, you know, you can add, let's like even add like, like uh, it's kind of a further conversation because we're not talking about Android in particular, but like Google, right? Yeah. Like you can, you can go, like the fact that you say you Google something, not search something, yeah. right? And I remember, I mean, I still have this, this, I remember this feature before. Remember they had that phone, Google mm-hmm. first came out. Like had, Google had a phone? Had a phone. I mean, I know that. I know that, that they, the picture, they have a pixel now, right. but like, remember that first phone they had where it was like futurist to be like, they can go to supermarket and scan barcodes and it would um, show you right. like mm-hmm. whatever the product was. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I guess the purpose was to like do cost basis, mm-hmm. like comparisons, comparisons and, stuff. and yeah. stuff for your own, for your own good. But now you can just straight up, like you're not using Safari on your iPhone. Nah. You know what I mean? Like you're actually looking up, you're Googling something, <laughs> yeah. taking the link, texting it. And, I mean, it sounds silly now when it's when you express it, but like it's so common like, now. But so common, but breaking down the steps behind what it's actually doing is really mind blowing type shit. And then Joe can pick up and just see it on Google, yeah, as if he searched it. As exactly, and it would not have been any quicker for him to do that no. himself. No. You know what I mean? Like it's exactly. that quick. Like you texting him that link is that quick. Yeah, it's that quick. We're in the future, bro. We're in the future. Welcome. We're in the future. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, a year ago, from a year ago, a year, this last six, I mean, six to, six to 12 months has just been like that. Mm-hmm. You just sat on your couch and you got up and it was March again, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, obviously a lot of things happened. Right. But really when you put a timestamp on it, it was like, like no, what? I remember the last thing I was at. Yeah. Vividly, like, vividly, like it was yesterday. Yep. You know, and a part of me is like, "Well, that's because nothing else happened." Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, like nothing. I didn't. I couldn't go to anything else or no. be a part of anything else. You know, um, not intentionally, at least. No. And here we are, like with it, like it feels like a huge time jump. You know, like when you go to watch a TV show and shit like that, mm-hmm, and then it starts mm-hmm. off like season one this, but then mm-hmm. maybe like season four or five, they go, they fast forward the characters, they're much older, they do this and that. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of what it felt like. Last year felt like a crazy ass time jump in our personal life story arc. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yeah. holy shit. Like, yeah. nothing really to account, like you said, nothing really to account for for 2020 really. And you're like, as far as like personal events, you know, obviously global events has been like insane, right? Yeah. But, which is, adds onto the irony of it all, right? But then it's like, damn, like nothing was really, no, there's like no real like um, big moments that helped push our story along. It's just like, we're just fast forward and now we're here in the future. And then we have all this, this new technology, we have new ways of doing things. And then- what I, what I will say is to add to that is for the first time, and I guess I can speak for, from, from I'm, I'm like treading softly, but like the majority of people, like at least people with majority of people within 
any kind of ambitious creative community. Mm-hmm. Say, let me say that. It was the first time in a long time we had that choice. Yeah. Where we maybe didn't have the choice to stop, but we got to like take time, so-called mm-hmm. time, or what we thought we had or had the lack of, and grab it by the horns. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, we never really... The most of you know these people who like got on planes every day, every other week. Right. You know, we didn't get a chance to like sit down. You know, I was mm-hmm. sitting down was the plane ride. You yeah, know? Like, exactly. Boy, like that that's was crazy. That's it, a crazy thing crazy. to think about. Yeah, I was talking to somebody recently. I'm just like, you know, for years my place of peace was the airplane. Because mm-hmm. no one else could bother you. No one could really reach out to you, or text you to do something. You knew that you had this finite window to like. Do anything that you really wanted to do without being bothered by the outside world. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. like you and I like traveling mm. like yeah. across the world, like right. not like we're on flights. Like mm. we're on a plane for 15 hours, yep. 20, depending on how far you're going. Yep. You're on, you know, there, I'll never forget. I think it was the second time I went to Thailand. Mm-hmm. And my flight was, it was like a, it was like a, Quick gig, like someone literally was like, "You got to come to me to Thailand next week." Yeah, you know, <laughs> like it was not part of my plan at yeah. all, and it happened to be Christmas. Mm-hmm. So my flight was Chris. I left on Christmas Eve, midnight on uh, on Christmas, I guess eleven fifty nine, twelve Christmas. It's uh, clock struck twelve, and I landed on the twenty sixth. I just missed the day of the <laughs> entire day of Christmas he was on in the, the plane. He's in the air. Yeah, because we're a bunch of strangers on the plane. Bro. Because <laughs> I'm going that way. Yeah. I'm going towards Asia. Yeah. So the day is coming oh, yeah. behind me. It's like time traveling. It's crazy. You went right, you went right into the future. It's just now. crazy. I'm like, oh, I didn't I did not experience yeah, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. For the first time. <laughs> It's not even, like you said, like, you know, the plane was our only time to like really just pause and, and do anything. And then last year, it really just forced everybody to kind of just pause. And I, I have a question. Yourself. Yeah. Saying it out loud makes me think about this. Like, mm-hmm. But was it unhealthy to think mm. that the plane, like the plane is your only place of peace? I mean, when you, oh, when oh, you oh, say oh. it, how you said it just now, hell yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, and, it, and, it really yeah, is. I obviously don't mean it in some like, you know, my personal life is messed up. Or right. Something. You know, I just mean like, oh, so- solitude. Mm-hmm. That's really what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Do you think that perhaps those of us who live like that were actually unhealthy? Like, is that mm-hmm. an unhealthy life to live? Right. Would you live that life again moving forward? Um, or like have that perspective, I guess. Yeah. So the first part, yeah. So I do think like it was unhealthy that we think that the plane was like our only mode of like solitude or a moment to gather our thoughts or be at peace, you know, while traveling to somewhere else to now be in whatever world that is over there. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I feel as though like it's it's also part of our creative journey. So like if I was to say like whether, whether or not I would do it again, I would say like I would, but I would to take much more different things into consideration before entering and exiting like these type of situations. You know <laughs> fair, what I'm saying? Like, fair enough. I would definitely like be like, okay, like 
I have to go over here for like maybe two weeks or a month. I'm like, all right, cool. So now when I'm going there, I'll probably make a week or two a work thing and then have maybe a week of decompression and then come back. You know what I'm saying? Before, because yeah. before I was so used to like just going to a spot, traveling, doing whatever I had to do there, come back. And then like maybe the next day I had like tours to a shoot or something else to do right, right after that. Mm-hmm. There's no like real pause in there. And yeah. so like yeah. that is where I feel like, you know, you can kind of be unhealthy and you know do do you think that that would that will be at least for like the nearer part of the future mm-hmm. do you think that will that lifestyle cuz i mean think about it like it's it and i say this loosely but it's like it's wasteful mm-hmm. right <laughs> like yeah. you really think about it that way like especially with the lives we've lived this past year mm-hmm. You know, with all the Zoom calls and mm-hmm. as annoying as they are, as yeah. much as we don't want to do any more of them, mm-hmm. there is a, a full industry of people who travel for work. Yeah. Like, that's what they do. Right, exactly. They don't do anything else but get on planes, mm-hmm. get into hotels, yep. in and out of hotels, back on planes. Yeah. Like, the high-touch aspect of, of business, mm-hmm. do you think that will come back? Mm-hmm. That, like like mm. people getting on planes for work oh. versus a said company saying, actually, um, Tim, just hop on this Zoom instead. That very may well be the case. Although I do feel like some of it will return. Um, I do think that a lot of it won't. You know, even even now, just the way the state of the world is in businesses like right now, like people still haven't gone back into offices like that. You know right. what I'm saying? People are still very much working from home. And it does... Last year just made the whole use case that like, oh, people can do get from home and still make be productive. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like my girl works at, you know, at, at, at a company and that she's able to work from home. And it's like they made more money last year than they did before. So it's like, <laughs> what? Why do you even have to go to an office anymore? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So yeah. if you don't, especially if you don't want to, you know, so now it's just like one of those things. Um. Yeah, okay. I feel like the thing is changing. But like I said, I would I would still be like, like I said, I would still go and get on a plane and go places and travel. Oh places. yeah, I mean leisurely but, travel all day. But sure. yeah, I mean even the back to back stuff. Like, I mean there was a point for me I had to justify it that way because mm-hmm. like granted, you know my line of work is entertainment, so mm-hmm. I'm quote unquote outside of the couple hours each trip mm-hmm. that I'm actually engaged in work. Yeah. I'm almost always on vacation or almost mm-hmm. almost always trying to have a good time yeah. or have access to a good time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a, a part of me, I guess, has been um, doing what you just described, you know, taking some like, like, like if I went to Thailand for one gig, mm-hmm. you know, I've done it where I've gone for two days yeah. and came back home. Right. And it was very taxing. Oh, come on. You know, it was a that blast to be there. Sure. Yeah. All of that was great. But I dreaded the return because yeah. I'm like, too soon, too soon. Yeah, too soon. But I also didn't have a choice because yeah. I had a gig in Mexico three days after that. Yeah. You know, so I had to come back home. Right. But there's no like but, no like financially sound way to fly from Thailand to Mexico. You yeah. know, you have to come home first exactly. and then go. So I had to fly to New York yep. and then fly to Mexico City. Yeah. And uh, it was just a lot. Mm-hmm. And... I guess I said to say like, 
there's no other way to put this, but the, the bag has to be insane. Yeah. The circumstances inconvenience like, my life that yeah. way moving forward. That's kind of how I've been looking at things moving forward is that like, sure, there's certain things that I'm down to do, but the circumstances have to allow for it to be something to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. like, obviously, we, we, you know, we're well into our careers now and it's just like the certain um, opportunities that even though it's an, a, ba- a decent bag attached to it, the logistics to get to that bag are, don't make sense. And so it's just like, yeah, like certain things have to be in place for that thing to kind of, uh, to just kind of make sense of mm-hmm. what to do. Mm-hmm. Fair. Mm-hmm. fair, 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 fair. And, and like you said, like our health and our mental health is at the forefront of that too, right? Because now we don't want to just overextend ourselves just for anything. Yeah, I would feel like I would. Yeah, I would feel like I'm. I'm trying to relive something. Mm-hmm. You know, like doing it the way I did before. Right. Do or any of us doing mm-hmm. it the way we did before. Yeah. You know. Um, word. Uh, so, I have a question. Okay. And someone asked me this recently because they know the kind of foundation of my work, mm-hmm. my photography work has been filmed mm-hmm. or 35 millimeter and 120 like that's what i shoot for my, my entire professional career mm-hmm. um and now although there is some charm to it and obviously like the hype train had came and mm-hmm. dare i say went um now i find myself I guess this is like mirroring the same level of convenience, right? Mm-hmm. Like someone asked me, oh, like you have to do all of that to get to, you know, point, point Z, yeah. really, you know, although it may be great, mm-hmm. point Z may be great. The world is shifting in a way that does not allow for that. Or does not, uh, what's the word? Um, doesn't, uh, allow us that luxury of that four day, three day mm-hmm. wait to see the result. Right. To then start the editing yeah. or back and forth or start the next dialogue mm-hmm. about edits. Yeah. So I find myself in a weird place because I'm like, well, I want to buy a new camera because I you know, I just mm-hmm. I've always wanted to buy one, you yeah. know, not necessarily just for work's sake, but now I'm at a point where like, well, I'm not carrying my medium format on a plane <laughs> anymore. Like yeah. that's over. <laughs> I have another kind of SLR that I carry mm-hmm. for travel because it's you know it's a real tank. It can take a beating if I'm if I'm hiking or like right. I can take it. It's heavy, but it does the job. And then now I'm like, well, I need kind of like a little digital camera mm-hmm. that I can use professionally, yeah, sure, and casually, yeah. You know, and yeah, the iPhone, you have to be really good at your iPhone photography yeah. for the iPhone. The iPhone's getting crazy. It's amazing. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes. I mean, there's billboards, but iPhones on, right. iPhone photos on them. Right? Yeah. There's, you know, there's no debate about that. But I think the psyche of the average client hasn't quite gotten no, at all. to appreciating that this, the same task can be done yeah. on a smaller form factor yes or a 100%. newer or current or seemingly consumer-based product uh, mm-hmm. uh, medium mm-hmm. right so uh i i say that to say we've gone from 
film to you know big bulky DSLRs to now kind of like in your cargo pocket cameras mm-hmm. to obviously to your iPhone and then now to like kind of like GIFs and like there's an article talking about like how even content that looks non-professional is almost more desirable now yeah because it looks effort, looks more effortless and more all that more attainable so what like that timeline right of of time taking your time to do a thing mm-hmm. versus now where we have to like actually can not have to but can execute the same this i mean this this film filters on your phone you know yeah. what i mean like you don't no, have no, un, yeah. you know, to the naked eye, the lines are blurred. No, the yeah. lines are really blurred. So, where do you think that goes, right? Like, where do you think, where do you think that goes? Like, now we have, like, we live in New York, so we have the luxury of like a half a dozen really good, like, film shops, yeah. right? Like, we can go uh, development processing processing centers, right? Mm-hmm. Cool, and obviously, like, to a degree. Those businesses, because those, those are mom and pop businesses, and they can kind of stay afloat, but there's no upside for them, right? Right? Like the, there is no upside because that technology is going to go away, mm-hmm. like New York or not. Yeah, you know there are people who live in certain cities I know of that have to send their film out to other those states, states. <laughs> to get developed to yeah. get sent back. Yeah, that cannot go on no. for too much longer. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I mean, at that point, they should just do it out themselves. Do it home. themselves. So. You know, I, I just wanted some of your insights on like what, you know, is it because the client is older on average that they're kind of like, ah, nah, like, oh. and I, I mean, obviously I get it. They're like real deal digital cameras that clearly you can see into the pores of your subject and yeah. all of that, you know. And- I mean, on the subject between, uh, between like film and this like digital, <clears throat> because I started shooting digital first before I got into film, mm. right? And so for me, getting into film after doing digital, it was more of like um, a change of thought processes. You know, like when I was shooting digital, it was just like snap, 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 get a couple angles here, get a couple angles there. Anything that I needed to fix, I know I could fix in post. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so like in that sense, that's kind of what my mentality and workflow was. But with film, because, you know, you're, you're limited to how many, to how many shots, mm-hmm. Plus, how expensive it is. Like the, the outside factors now alter your your shooting um, your shooting mindset to now be a little bit more efficient with your shots, you know, and be a lot more thoughtful with your shots. And that's what I really did like love and appreciate about shooting film that I made my photos a little bit more thoughtful. Okay. And I feel as though if a client is coming to you to shoot film, then either they should already understand it or you should explain to them like shooting film as a medium shouldn't change. Um, you should have like an alternate chain of expectations outside of just having the beautiful photo, right? Like the process is more about the journey in that, in yeah. that sense. It's like, okay, we're going to take these shots. We're going to have use two rolls, three rolls of film or one roll, 120. And you know what, this is the, the shots that we're going to get. We're going to have this person pose. We're going to have them do this, do that. And, it's a lot more, um, like I said, thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And in that side, they have to understand, like, all right, if you guys want to pay for 
faster processing, that's available, right? There's people who do that shit same day or next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're gonna have to front the cost for that. And that's another thing that you have to like kind of translate and to let them know and understand. Now, yes, like you have film, uh, the, the iPhone is like so revolutionary because of what it could do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so much production power in one device. Um, and now you could even have filters that look very similar to film. But I mean, the technology hasn't gotten quite there. It's very close, but it's not quite there. And I can, I can tell myself because like I said, I shoot digital and film mm-hmm. and I've even manipulated digital photos to look like film. And you know, to most people, it'll it'll pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to my own eye, I can definitely see yeah, yeah, yeah. where the difference lies. And then I'm just like, okay, no, like film still has that more like soulful feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like you have to do a lot of stuff to a digital photo to make it even look close to how film comes out naturally. You know what I'm saying? And mm. um, so I appreciate that. So that's you, though, mm-hmm. right? That's you or me. Yeah. Or or. Or the uh, the initiated, right? Mm-hmm. Who know who know those differences, right? Yeah. And I I guess what I'm asking is like like so for me like if when I, I started with film, mm-hmm. right? That's just how I came off tour, bought a camera on eBay, yeah, got it fixed, and that was my person personal point and shoot, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what I, you know, obviously I was just reading about 35 millimeter versus digital because that's like the conversation that mm-hmm. was the conversation for the like last five, six years. And they even say it's less like 35 of actual film roll, there's more pixel density in, mm-hmm. in the in said image yeah. than any digital photo to date. Yeah, still. But the limitations are really in the scanning yep. or the printers mm-hmm. or that, you know. So you really end up, you wanted to really put a 35, mil, uh, a 35 millimeter or a 120 image on a billboard. Mm-hmm. That'd be more, that's what you're paying for. You're right. paying for the elite, oh. the elite studio or uh-huh. the elite processing, yep. all of that to get it that big. Yeah. But it can go that it big. It can. It can. Without, with like, without yeah. a problem. Yep. So it's it's crazy that even the tech isn't as you know what I mean as rich and robust. I think at that point the tech is really just about the convenience and the speed Mm. and efficiency more Mm -hmm. so than it is like the actual quality, quote unquote quality of like said image. You know, like you said, I can take a a thousand images on 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 my on my DSLR to shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like out of that thousand. I'm bound to get one, two really good <laughs> photos, yeah. right? But with film, it's like, yo, you might only have like what twenty four exposures, thirty six exposures, and it's like, mm-hmm. damn, like, yeah, one of them got you. You praying out one of them go, <laughs> out good, you know? You so pray, like, you want to go you, right? Yeah. So I feel with tech, like with the with the DSLR tech, you really more so pay for like the like you know more efficiency and and and, and more ease of post processing than you are for, for the actual super quality of like the image. Okay. Know? Now, I want to get a little deeper, cool. right? Because all that's great, and I understand it, mm-hmm. and I get it. And most people just, I mean, we're part of that generation. You know, yeah. we, we know that we're using film because we just like it mm-hmm. or, you know, it's romantic. Right. You know, we're not using it for any other reason than that. Exactly. I mean, because most people would get, do film and they just put it online. So it's like... <laughs> right. That, that's my question, right? Yeah. So, like, all of this thing, like... Like now you're shooting medium format, right? Mm-hmm. Like, been doing it for some years now, and obviously you, it, there's a learning curve 
Like, mm-hmm. Depending on your camera, of course. But yeah. now we're like, well, what are the use cases for these photos? You know, mm-hmm. the only, at least from a personal standpoint, the only use case is to either print them for yourself mm-hmm. or family or something. Yeah. Or put them online. Yeah. Or put them online mm-hmm. for the for the purpose of selling it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yep. it's and we're not necessarily like so I'll even say this. I was speaking to someone else about uh, uh websites because someone mm-hmm. trying to develop a website and yeah. it had this long name. It was like four film premiere, so it was about the movie name and it was long. Yeah. And they were like kind of back and forth about it. I'm like, well, no one types out websites anymore. Anyway, mm-hmm. they just click. Yeah. And they usually click it from a from another from a social media Inside. site of some yeah. sort. Mm-hmm. No one's typing out bio. All that, right, link in bio, yeah. or you could just make a link tree. At this right, point. right, link tree. Up. You don't have to type out all of your points of access. Mm-hmm. So I said to say, even at your, even if you do put it online for sale, you still have to put it on social media so mm-hmm. people can go then look at it. Right. Most likely on their phone. Mm-hmm. As a as an extension of, of whatever app they got it from, yeah. So like, what what's stopping this industry from just like nipping it in the bud mm-hmm. and just being like, you know what, film is cute, you can have it, right? We no longer use it for commercial use, yeah. like straight up, we just don't do that, yeah. You know, like what? Yeah, I think right now we're at a spot where like film is just like. It's almost an aesthetic more so than it is like an actual like process to get a photo. It's like you like, oh okay, this has a film look. Everyone likes the film look right now. It's very like Dude, there's nostalgic a, now. There's a uh, a new app. It's not even new. Mm-hmm. Well, like the, the concept isn't even new. Mm-hmm. The concept is uh it's just a disposable camera. Oh yeah, dispo, right? Dispo. Yeah. And it's like becoming mm-hmm. it's getting all these like articles, it's like the new yeah. thing. It's yeah, like people yo, are on it. Heavy. It's a dis- it's film for mm-hmm. your camera. Right. It, it's like a film. It's, a, it's like a disposable film simulation almost because it's like you can't really have the see the photos until like the next day because it's like a, a quote unquote processing moment and stuff like that. And then people are sharing the stuff. It's, it's, it's synthesizing crazy. I, the very thing we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. And even further than that, so you have that, right? You have mm-hmm. like the average like consumer film mm-hmm. opportunities like that. But then, even digital camera companies or cameras or, cam- or camera companies that are, are primarily digital are dropping these high-end medium format uh, mm-hmm. frames. Yeah, and it's like, what? Why are you doing that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why are you giving me four by five and, yeah. and a Fuji or uh, any? I mean, almost all of them have all it them, now. Yeah, that mode. I mean, it's, what is, it's just it's, tapping it's, into the simulation. Like I said, yo! they're they're trying to replace the, that analog feel in the digital in the digital field. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to get closer and closer to it, and then you know, eventually it may, it may phase out, right? But like, yeah. think about how you know, like people don't use typewriters anymore. Everybody uses computers. But then, like, you might go to an event, and you know, you've been to those events where they have like little like person typing those little yeah, poems and yeah, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of those cute things, like cute moments. Like, oh, okay, I remember this. I remember we were in, in Hong Kong. Yeah, 
and she had the typewriter. Yeah, she had the whole typewriter. And, and, the, and, the, the and she was a poetry writer. Yes, a full poetry writer. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. in that instance, like, that medium maybe brings out something more in that person who's creating it. You know what I'm saying? I think they're all just tools, whether it's a digital camera, a film camera, a typewriter, or a laptop. Like, it's all just tools that you use that's just going to help invoke a feeling or an, an idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, I may go out and just do straight street photos with a, a medium format. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I'll get different photos from than the ones that I take out with my digital camera or anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? that, that goes without just, saying. Yeah, yeah. Just be, and, that, and that may be the result that I want or I need. So it's like... Fine, fine. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm an advocate here. But. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, of course. I mean, you want the first person that people saw using uh, medium format and stuff like that. So... Um, so I know you get it. I'm just thinking, like, for people who are like listening, who's just like, "Why am I paying all this money for a film?" and blah blah. blah. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, it's from it's it's it's, it's a, it is its own form of poetry or mm-hmm. its own medium to express said poetry, mm-hmm. for sure. Like you, like I mean, the, the typewriter conversation is right. a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I I even and this is and this is a highly this is a hot topic, but. Uh, <laughs> I was using an iPad for the long iPad Pro with the with the new Magic Keyboard. Yeah, long. You know, I haven't had a computer. I, I haven't updated my laptop from like 2011. Right. Yeah. So I had whatever form factor of what Apple was doing 2011 yeah. and 2012. Right. Yeah. And then I kind of just stopped using it, except for like very specific things mm-hmm. until um when once I got my iPad mm-hmm. and I'm set up, so I'm typing on it. And I was typing it for easily a six six odd months, mm-hmm. and then I was just changing my desk setup to accommodate my lap my old laptop. Yeah. So I sw- I swing over to start typing on that laptop, and I'm like, "Is my, am I, like, is something wrong? You know, like <laughs> the the even the, the 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 tactile or like the the old yeah. keyboard, the so keys yep, feel so t- totally like different. something's wrong. I felt like something yeah. was wrong with me yeah. or like, did I break something? Like what happened? Yep. You know? So yeah, you, you get to a point where you just start to adopt whatever the new thing is. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, it's it? if it improves your, if it improves your life or improves your workflow in this case yeah. or whatever, why not? Um, yeah, I feel like any of those old things are just going to be literally like, like ways to just tap into like a feelings of the past. Like they're going to be mm-hmm. literally like time relics and shit like that. And it's just like, you know what? I wrote like a like like, like for instance like that your old laptop. Like if for instance you wrote some like a an ill song on that on that laptop, you might be like, you know what? Let me just turn this little laptop on and write from there because I I wrote some fire shit this day. <laughs> if I start typing on it, I'm gonna start remembering how I felt that day, and I might create something like similar along that. Or something new along those realms. Mm, like I feel mm. like they're all going to be just used as tools to go back to a feeling, as opposed to okay. it being actual like good like function stuff like that. Cause I ain't gonna lie, like should you know a medium format. I feel like more of a photographer. I feel like I'm like oh I gotta do this. I gotta adjust this. The aperture, the shutter, da da da. Oh don't forget to like reset the shutter and then uh, you know uh, pull the switch over the side out, put the fill back. You know like, you oh, feel like. God damn, these are what people that past were like doing to get this one shot off. And then now you feel transported back to that. And then now it's like, oh, okay, like I really feel something from this. And now, you know, when you hear that shutter click, you're like, oh. oh yeah, it's, hey, you can't match that. Exactly. That feeling is unmatched. That feeling is amazing. So 
it's too I mean, loud. It's obnoxious, and it's yeah. like you said. It's it's. I mean, I guess nostalgic is the yeah. word. Um, yeah. If it helps you create better, then it's like I feel as though the person who's hiring you and the client is going to be like, listen, yeah. whatever you do that's going to you know make you get this this photo off or get this or whatever you like to work with, mm-hmm. we'll do it. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that getting to that position is like I know ideal for most artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. We're going along the timeline, right? And we're talking about um, you and I were just recently having a conversation about uh, non fungible tokens mm, and the future. And before we even get into that, we're talking about like trading cards mm-hmm. and like just like the the uh, the value of these old world things, yeah, collectibles, right? And that leads me back to film in a way because it's like, well, will your film photos hold value mm-hmm. because they're film photos in twenty years? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think so. You know what I mean? Like just because they're would... film photos, yeah, not necessarily of what you shot, but because yeah. of the the actual, you know, what I mean, it's gonna take someone, mm-hmm. and let's just say twenty years from now, right? 25 years from now mm-hmm. it's gonna have to take some sort of mentor or like someone to verify that this was not shot digitally mm-hmm. or shot yeah. you know or wasn't shot with a what camera was it shot with or whatever all I mean, of that yeah i think know? i think it's where... like never it's like keep your old work right yeah, like, definitely keep all those things. Keep all the papers. Keep all the fucking Jesus. film. Keep all the negatives. Keep all that shit. You know, if for any other reason than for yourself, right? Like, fair like, enough. First yeah. and foremost, yeah. like yeah. at yeah. the end of the yes. day, it's like, yes. bro, I like my photos is valuable to me, and yes, and yes, I'm gonna keep it. But in this in the, in the sphere of this whole you know digital art and all these things, I think that they'll still hold hold this like the same amount of value, if not more, especially if it becomes more and more scarce. You know, because I feel like it'll, like that thing ties into scarcity. Mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. say for instance, the day where I mean, shit, this camera is discontinued. So like, the, you know, these cameras are are worth something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, they'll you know, they'll kind of hold some type of value for a while. But in the in the instance where there's not as many more out there floating around, like the one that's there is gonna be you know worth a lot of, worth a lot. You know, so um, I, I definitely don't think that digital world will. Will really affect the the current art market. If anything, it'll probably just enhance it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, is there a this this might be a stupid question? No such. Is thing. there a way? It might actually be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> is there a way to somehow, since we're talking about this now, somehow bring? your film photos mm-hmm. or maybe the actual negatives themselves mm-hmm. into the NFT world. Mm-hmm. Not and part of my ignorance is are all NFTs like moving images? No. Or can you just like straight up sell a photo as an yeah. NFT? Yeah, so the thing that could be NFT- media, is it is it is it digital media because it's on a computer and that is what makes it that by definition? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So pretty much it could be photos, videos, GIFs, um, music, 
uh, podcast, anything that could be digital or have a digitized version of it can then be turned into an NFT. Okay. Yeah. So we're, so we're talking about like almost like the, the value that, or at least the value yet seen mm-hmm. is almost exclusively in its IP. Of, yeah. Of the, of the IP the, of the, and, the, and the, the individual. Yeah. And the verification of it, the, the, the okay. you know what I'm saying? Having a way, using it as a use case of, for authenticity. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's what like the real value is. Just being able to show people like, listen, Matthew Bentley produced this song on this date, yada, yada, yada. Like, here it is, official. Like, so whatever copy that someone is listening to on Spotify or yeah. or or, or uh, Apple Music, whatever, like, everyone's going to know it's that. like that's just literally a copy. It's like CD rips. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I used to, I, you know what I do, normally do liking to people to help them understand, um, like, you know, just decentralization and how the NFT space kind of comes into it is that I compare it to like the Napster days, right? When people were first having Napster and I was like downloading stuff and you mm-hmm. were downloading stuff, we could just share it and, and whatnot yeah. with each other. But mm-hmm. like, there was never like any real way to see like the original file. But now imagine like you really were the, a person who was the first person who uploaded it up into Napster. Everyone can see that you were the one who uploaded Na- in Napster. And then now everyone knows like, that's Matthew Bentley's song. That's Matthew's original joint, and now we all know. You know what okay. I'm saying? There's no way to cop- there's no way to fake that. You know, because it's all written in there. In okay. The okay. Okay. And people are buying and selling it, selling these things. Mm-hmm. Is it exclusively through crypto? Like, is that yeah. how it works? Like, it's through, it's, I know, it's, I know, it's, a, I know it's it's either, I know it's through blockchain, mm-hmm. and that I know, but you know, you see a dollar amount mm-hmm. associated with whatever's being sold or, or bought. Yeah. Does that just go into your account? Like, how it does that work? It goes into your wallet. It goes into okay, your, your crypto okay, wallet. Okay, yeah. Okay. So if you have like, there's like a thing called like MetaMask that you can get. You can sign so up. So you have for. to buy all these peripherals. To, yeah. There's things to that you have to get to participate. Yeah. 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 Okay. There's that's that's what I'm getting at. It's yeah. Like, oh well, will they convert the to USD? And to USD? No, no, no. So it, most of it is done through Ethereum. Yeah. Um, and I think a few other like crypto hope, but the main one seems to be like Ethereum and like even Bitcoin, BTC. Yeah. And pretty much what it does, like when you buy it, it goes into this wallet, your digital wallet. And that's kind of where it sits and stuff like that. Now you can transfer it to USD afterwards, yeah, yeah. At your, yeah. you know, that's your own thing, but most people are just keeping it in this form factor. Okay. And just holding it that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So finally offline. Mm-hmm. The, the irony of the, the, the title, <laughs> yes, where you are heavily invested in the online experience. Yes, yes. <laughs> the irony of it all is uh, your partner, your your uh, your a partner, mm-hmm. you're a obviously a contributor. Yeah. Um. What, what was your was your goal? Because you know you've produced a few, you and and and, mm-hmm. and your team have produced a few events. Yeah. Uh, so that IRL experience for sure, I get. Mm-hmm. Uh, but was also your goal to do exactly what you're talking about, what we talked about up until this point. Like, mm-hmm. was it to get, no point intended, get off off the internet or yeah. offline mm-hmm. and kind of have more high touch experiences? Yeah. And what, what, if any, what are some of the new ways that you guys are adapting? Mm-hmm. Um, or plan to adapt. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's my that's my question. Yeah. So like, I mean, finally offline is like a is a creative house, right? Okay. We're, you know, we're collective. We're 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 very dedicated to bridging the gap between IRL and URL, right? That's like usually like our our mantra. We 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 know the value of both, and we see the value of both, and we and more importantly, we understand that the balance of both is the most important thing, right? Because I mean, URL is is here. It's happening. More people are online, online than ever before. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. last year proved that shit and showed it. So it's like, where's the other side of that? You know? Because like, you know, to every coin is two sides. So you always got to be sure to help remind people that there is a world outside of your house, outside of your computer screen. Go out there and enjoy it, you know, because they both kind of go hand in hand. And so like, you know, like you said, with our events, uh, you know, like what is it? 2019, we did the Goodbye Summer initiative and that's kind of you know was it was just for that right mm-hmm. we, we did a giveaway film both in la and new york for people to go out document their summer and then share their photos online and share it with us so we have it, um, a, a a gallery event so we wanted people to be able to like both see their stuff online mm-hmm. through actually even storytelling right we story told for three creators in new york and la and we you know we did the, the content video for a piece and it was it was posted online but then this other aspect of it with the gallery was our offline experience so that people are now able to see both bridge both gaps and kind of understand that way so like that's always been like our mantra at the end of the day is just having both of those worlds kind of fall in in, in tandem and, and create that balance fair yeah fair. so in la i was i mean i was at the new york one mm-hmm. at the at the gallery yeah the beyond the street house yeah beyond the streets and uh la was Kind of off site, right? Like yeah, a, we did like a house in the hills. House. So you, you think house parties are coming back? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> or at I least rentable so. houses <laughs> yeah. for the sake of parties? Yeah. I people mean, may not want people in their crib. I mean, I ain't going to hold you. There's, pe- like, there's people who definitely throw house parties even the entire of time. Course, of course. Of now, course. as it being like approved by the court of public opinion, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel as though like... I feel like eventually we'll get to that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we'll eventually mm-hmm. we'll get there. I'm hoping sooner than later, rather, because, you know, I always enjoy people. I enjoy in real life experiences. I like being around people. I have yeah. fun turning up, all that stuff. So I definitely feel like that's going to come back. Mm. Sorry. Oh, that? <laughs> I'm like, how? I put this thing on silent. See, we're talking about ecosystems, devices. Your iPad rang over. for your phone. I know. They're all together. They're, Crazy. All, they're all in cahoots. They're all in cahoots. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure your watch rang too. Yeah. You're a, you're a brave man. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yo. Yeah. It's kind of... uh, so, so, so kind of... <laughs> Winding down here, mm-hmm. uh, what we were talking about travel mm-hmm. before we we started uh, this talk, and I'm kind of wondering, like, as you start to like take on new opportunities, even if it's personal opportunities, like living in other places potentially, yeah. Uh, what are some places that you feel you can maximize your experience in the world today? Yeah. Right. Like, let's say twenty twenty two comes around mm-hmm. and you have 
the same access to the world that you did in 2019, mm -hmm. right? What are some of the places that you feel have adopted well? Mm -hmm. I don't mean like from a public health standpoint. Mm -hmm. I mean like adopted to the, the way of the world, mm -hmm. right? A, a tech-driven, mm -hmm. and I mean tech in any sense of the word, you know, the tech-driven, uh, a tech-driven like, maximization right yeah. or optimization mm -hmm. into their into their society yeah. what are some places that you feel you could live or would want to frequent work yeah uh name if there is five you can name five three five three okay. three to five all right that's cool i think i could do that i mean like first on my list for sure is like mexico city right like mm -hmm. i've gone there a couple of times and i you know i definitely see tons of the potential one in the art sphere, two in how modern of a city it is, um, while still being able to get enough, like, you know, park, nature, vibes, the food's mm -hmm. amazing. Um, it's very, still very centrally located, mm -hmm. close to the United States, where, you know, if you ever had to come back to, like, for work any of these other cities, you could do it without, with a reasonable flight time. Yeah. Definitely. Right? So I definitely let that. And then I feel as though they're, you know, like I said, like, you can go any, any place, it's Wi-Fi, which is like literally the, the gate to keeping to, <laughs> the keys to getting anywhere, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah, in, in the world. Yeah. So like, once you have that, it's, it's like really, you can live almost anywhere. And so like, so that's like, like number one for me. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I frequented London and Paris, obviously, a those lot. Are, those are like New York. So those, right? so those are, yeah, like, you yeah. know, European version. So I, I definitely see potential in those, those places. I feel as though, like, like I said, I, I really like going to places where the, where creativity and arts kind of thrive. Mm. And so like the, I feel like there's there's always a, a dope scene in those two places. So like that's two, that should be two and three. If I ever had to go out far east, you know, I would go. I would say like Hong Kong, and be, Hong Kong, Japan. Okay. Maybe put, maybe focusing on Tokyo and um, Thailand. Thailand. Thailand as well. So like, you did tell me you had quite a blast mm -hmm. in Taiwan, right? Yeah, Taipei too. Taipei is another one. Yeah. Was, would that be a place you'd go though? I don't. I've to never live? Been. To live? Live? At least. I for, mean, at I least for like, you know, I could do. I could season do, or two. Yeah, I could definitely do like a season out there for sure, easily. Okay. Like, Taipei is very much like you know super minor as well. Like, it, I feel like it gives me like a lot of the sensations that I feel when I go to Mexico City as well. Like okay. a modern city mixed with like. Lots of just lushness, you know what I'm saying? Like okay. lush greenery. Um, like I said, like the, you know, it gives you the perfect amount of like, you know, modernization where it's like, yeah, like getting around is convenient. Mm -hmm. You know, you use, you have like pretty much a lot of the same pretty much um, yeah. conveniences that you have in, in the city. It's just, okay. just smaller, you know, it's just a smaller yeah. city. So, uh, okay. Those are, yeah, those are some places that I definitely see potential living. And, I, and I'm, I don't know, I feel as though like uh, being cooped up in, New York for like over like a year pretty much has taught me that like okay I kind of want to explore living in other places and countries for you know whatever maybe like three months six months a year like just to say that I lived it because I've only ever lived in New York my entire life and I feel as though like I kind of want to have that living abroad um, mm. like just living abroad experience to just add into you know just ways of getting more inspiration. Where. That you can't get when you go there for like a week or two weeks. You know what I'm no, saying? No, I definitely like you not. Definitely not. You need, for me, there mm -hmm. was a time where I wouldn't go anywhere if it wasn't for three weeks. Yeah. Like it would have to be for three weeks, yeah. minimum. Mm -hmm. 
And, and even then, it's just like you. I want to be able to go to a coffee shop nah, and be like, I, you know what? That's my, you know, I ordered. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's a different kind of like. But mm. I did three weeks because it was like a place I frequent more than once a year. Right. You know, yeah. Like London, I'd go, you know, three to three weeks to a month yeah. at a time. But you could, but you but see, I'll come back four, three months later and yeah. do the same thing. Exactly. But you could, could you see, you see yourself living there for like a, a good amount of time? No, like maybe like a, a three months, maybe six months. Oh, easy. I, right. I and it's. Transparency is mm-hmm. easy. It would be easy to do that for mm-hmm. me because I have quite the support system there, yeah. and quite an awesome set of friends mm-hmm. that that took five, six, seven years to build. Yeah. You know? So relationships that have, that have now crossed the pond quite a, yeah. quite mm-hmm. often. You know, mm-hmm. so whenever they're here, you know. I got them and vice versa. You yeah. know, I know I have a place to sleep right. in London if I exactly. go. Exactly. Like those kind of thankful those are, yeah. conveniences. Those literally are That would everything. make life very easy for me. Yeah. I wouldn't even have to do anything. Yeah. You know, I, I know that the basis is basis are are covered. Yeah. So so fair. Yeah. Um Mexico City, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna own something there for sure. I think so too. I mean, without a doubt. Like, I think so it, too. It is it is you know, it's a bit cliche now to say this, but it is mm-hmm. New York and LA. Yeah. In one. It is. You get the weather of LA. Of LA and then New York. Got the walkability of New York. You yeah. Know? Yeah, and for sure. It's 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 damn near perfect. Yeah. I mean Mexico is an amazing place, right? Yeah. Like Mex- Mexico has gotten a, a, a bad rap. For sure. For, at least for us growing up. Yeah. Um we just think about the beach and and the food. And the narcos. And and, and and yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately. you think about you know, pop culture. Yeah. Or what pop culture has made some of yeah. the realities there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, wear yeah. to us. Yeah. You know, it's so crazy because, like, a lot of those things can be said about literally anywhere in the world at any given moment in time. We used, to make, we used to make fun of Canada. Yeah. And we realized, oh, Canada's not so bad. <laughs> As you get older, like, oh, Canada's not so bad. What? Like, what, Canada's what amazing. What was so funny about Canada? I don't Nothing. know. Like, what? Because they don't. You know, they don't go to war every week. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Right? Is, that what, yeah. is that what makes them corny? Like, no, it's quite all right up there. Yeah. Like, it's like, sure they have their issues, like most countries. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Mexico City would be an easy win for me. Yeah. Um, for almost the same reasons. I don't yeah. have that many friends there, mm-hmm. but. I feel um, like it'd be easy to, to, to definitely set up. Yeah, it'd be easy to set up something there. Yeah. Um, Set up shop, or even if I, and I feel like even if I didn't know anybody mm-hmm. there, I could still go there and set up, set yeah. up some sort of exactly, yeah, headquarters yeah. for myself. It's, it's you there, know? it's there. Um, uh, HK. Oh, easy. Yeah, I think that's that's like it's the New York of Asia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like it's, and I say that because of the. You know, just the history of Hong Kong has mm-hmm. so many different cultures coming in and out of it, expats, yeah. et cetera. It's just a it's a, it's a world city, yeah. without a doubt. So HK for sure. Um in my heart I know I could like do Japan. Mm-hmm. Um I've only had the pleasure of going to Tokyo. So yeah, I don't know if I would want to live in Tokyo. Yeah, I don't know if I want to live in Tokyo. I've been told that I've there are other cities that I would not come not come back from yeah you know what i mean and really have a blast uh so yeah i mean that's in my head i could say yeah i would, I would love to try it yeah or be a, like do a year there right 
At the very New least, year. those are like trying cities. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, New York obviously is my heart, my soul, mm-hmm. and everything like that. And I'll, I'll always have a place here. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, just trying other places, other atmospheres, I feel like though it could do, it would do wonders for my creativity. And I feel like it would do wonders just for my overall, you know, life experiences, you know? But that's what we're building, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we're building. We're building a, a life worth talking about, experiencing, sharing with mm-hmm. others. And I feel best way at least for us mm-hmm. like burgeoning creatives right we're always burgeoning right so yeah. if we're like in a place where it's new to us and it may be just straight up like some place that none of our peers will be going to for a while yeah. right let's say you would let's say i was based in japan somewhere mm-hmm. for a year and you had a few creative friends who were coming into town and had didn't know left from right yeah that's a point of contact for them if anything, yeah. they needed it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like exactly. That, that turns into a, a brokering system yeah. of like brokering relationships mm-hmm. around the world. Yeah. You know, that, that you may physically not be able to be at. You know, I think that's, you know, that's really what's going to end up defining our lives 20, 30 years from now. The fact that pick the phone and like, yo, I need this done in Taipei. Yeah. Put me in touch with your guy or your girl. Or that, or that kid, no, that kid you you told me about that does the fire graphics. Like I know he lives in Bangkok. Yeah, I know he's a little off the grid, but I know you can get to him. Right. That kind of stuff. You know what I mean? No, like those things are like easy the, like that. Those are things that I love the most about traveling, like literally being able to 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 meet new people that people introduce me to, and then having lifelong friendships with those people. Mm, you know. Mm, mm. Agreed, um, man. Agreed, but. I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Thank you for chatting. Yeah, with thanks. This is a nice, this is a nice, nice chat. You know. Hell yeah. Like, the year hasn't been fun to us as far as like our usual interactions. You know? <laughs> Yo, it's I feel not... like this is the longest I haven't seen you. Yeah, I know it's crazy. I used to live here. Yeah. <laughs> a drunk like, night out. Yeah. What? I miss those. Bad Pre-game man. before gallery event. Bad All man. everything. Right. Like that was just literally like our way of life. It'll be back. It'll be back for it'll sure. Be back. And it'll be better. I think so. I think people are gonna take take this moment to and like appreciate all this shit more. Like a mm-hmm. hundred times more. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I feel as though like, yeah, we'll be straight. We'll be straight. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Alrighty. Peace out. Peace out. 35 and 45. Find more detailed interviews with these photographers and many more on 35sand45s.com. Thanks for tuning in.